Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L E G I O N P O D C A S T. Huzzah! Huzzah! I did it! I'm Murray, and I am an officer of Broke. Facts really old, <laughs> not everywhere. <laughs> I thought I was cruising along with like no back issues for way too long. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and then they said, Oh, hello, Murray, we found I you. I know. Then the back people went, Oh, ho, ho, that's not going to happen. And I woke up this morning and it was fine. Totally fine. A little, slightly, slightly stiff, but nothing to like worry about until I went to throw my hoodie on. And then, and then <clears throat> just the action of putting on a hoodie nearly put me in traction. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, no. oh my God, oh, God, I can't, I cannot move. <laughs> like if I make, if I breathe, I'm going to go to my knees. If I actually get the hoodie on over my head, I'm probably going to be on the floor. <laughs> it was oh, insane. My. I, it was, I was ugh, such an old man, such an old man. And it <laughs> took me like, sorry. Oh no, I was just going to say, it took me like an hour to realize I should probably take some ibuprofen. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So I did that. Could, yeah. Cause that's the thing that adds to it. Right. Is that the, 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 <laughs> the uh, yeah, there's some, there's some kind of inflammation. All right. Yeah. And I'm not going to do a thing about it. <laughs> I know. I figured, okay. I actually, this is how stupid I was. I actually got in the car, lowered myself into my seat, drove to the gym and thought I can, I can work through this. I can like pulse and, and okay. got there, tried to open the door and was like, mm, no, I'm not even getting out of the car. I might have to like, <laughs> I might like have to call the neighbors to roll me out of the car and back up into my house. Oh no. But, uh, oh, it was God. disastrous. Anyway, eventually I made it in. I made it through the first period of school. Then, like, by then, enough time had passed that I could down a couple more <laughs> ibuprofen. And by that point, I was so much better. <laughs> oh, wow. But, oh, my gosh, it was, like, out of nowhere, Murray's back was broken and throbbing and brutal. Yeah. However, I'm much better now. Knockwood. Knockwood. Yes. Although, I'm probably still twingy back people out there, so... I'm not 100%. <laughs> I'm yeah. just putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, don't call them back. <laughs> See, this is why I like the hoodies that have the zippers. Yes. Yes. Much here. Absolutely. Much safer. Exactly. Otherwise, it is just so dangerous. One must watch one's hoodie game, for sure. Absolutely. The hoodie will kill you. <laughs> The hoodie will kill you. It's what they say. It's what they say. I know. I know. Anyway, so. Didn't Kirby say that folks. to the young professionals? I think so. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hoodies will, will kill you, you, kid. Hoodies will kill you. <laughs> Absolutely. Exactly. Well, folks, I am Paul French, and I am someone whose notes app seems to have closed itself. Ah, there we go. Um. <clears throat> I am the uh, the chief executive officer of some time. School's over. My elective time is mine every day, at least for Ooh. another week. Um, but yeah, I finished my last course on on Friday. Last Congrats. thing, uh, la thank you. Last thing was a um, 
was a, a little presentation and literally we barely got downstairs before she'd already posted the marks for it and oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i got a, I get a text alert i'm saying to the guys uh hey yeah it's uh, it's already here um but yeah so we you know we have our last day and i'm like hey, okay who's up for a drink and uh and then and uh and they're like well i could go for a, a, a coffee maybe and it's like all right. <laughs> and uh, and then and then one of them is like, I mean, you know, it's only 1130 and it's like, oh, my God, all of you people are so much older than me. <laughs> and I am twice your age. Oh, those crazy college kids. Uh, like, seriously? Wild. Come on, Grandpa. <laughs> are you sure these are college students? I, you know, I mean, graduate level, they'll, they'll get it back. I'm sure they'll get it back. I, um, I remember in college at one point, <laughs> I remember one day I was showering with a beer in my hand and a lit cigarette. Well, oh, there you go. Tell me That more. was none of these. That was none of these. And, um, and so we ended up like, you know, walking from the, uh, the, the Waterloo campus, which is over by J and J's there. Um, Murray. Oh yeah. 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 For, for context. And, uh, and we, we went, we went uptown, like we went to the, not the beer town, but the place next to it. Um, Coffee on town. the other side. No, it's uh, no, because we ended up going to a pub because the Ooh. coffee place was too busy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and having a proper lunch and, uh, and uh, but but yeah, it was like it's like, God, you guys to the young people, <laughs> you know, I actually have to go back to responsibilities. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got kids at home depending on yeah. me. When I get home, I got stuff to do. You guys are going to get home and, you know, kick off your shoes and uh, and uh, and maybe not even do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah, so it was funny. It was kind of funny. It's like the, uh, you know, greetings fellow kids. And it's like, wow, I don't know. know, (laughs) Y'all seem uh, y'all seem like ready to uh, to get the, uh, you know, the uh, the house, the cardigan and uh, and slippers on and turn on the CBC. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Got their pipes ready. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) 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 So. so there we go. Um, at least one of us was was an actual college kid. <laughs> Good for you. Perfect. And I mean, take any to any two of them and put their ages together, and I've got them beat. I mean, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kids, it's crazy insane. wacky times of college. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I guess my turn. Yeah, man. absolutely. So- I am Al Sedano, and this week I am not an agent, but I was a witness to the when I got home from work to the agents of Twitter, totally wigging, insanely tweeting, terrified Elon rises. <laughs> I have not seen this much activity on one thing on Twitter when I got since because at work I usually don't have access to the internet, so I don't get to see things. I have yeah. not seen this much activity about something, and it's not as much as it. But the last time I saw this much or more activity was about a year ago, early January. Yeah, that's so, I can't I even have work going on. I... What the hell happened? <laughs> and so apparently Elon Musk is buying Twitter. Yes, cash. Yeah. And I, it's 
Now, but if he's I'm actually not... doing cash, I would love to see him, uh, you know, roll in there with a bunch of, uh, you know, the briefcases and just start like counting it out. <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, Elon, uh, maybe Mel you didn't need to use singles. <laughs> like Mel Gibson's character, the, the first lethal weapon. Yes, exactly. Taking the money out of his wallet. A hundred? Oh, I can do that. One ninety-four, ninety-five. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, people are not happy about it. That's. I heard something. Uh, imagine um, people upset about something on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. From what I was reading, I'm not saying their reasons for not being happy are potentially. You know, potentially they're decent reasons. Sure. Although right now we still don't know, and I think I saw somewhere it, it still has to be confirmed the sale, so it, it's not a guarantee yet. But apparently, so many people went to sign up at some other uh, social media site called Counter Social, as like to have a backup ready. That that site crashed because so many people signed <laughs> up. <laughs> so they're because they're like, we thought we were going to grow a little bit slower. <laughs> My, wow. Crazy things happen. Yeah, I was very entertained. I'm looking at this going, damn, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've uh, I've mostly steered clear today, but because uh, you know, once once I post my uh, my word game uh, scores, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't go on work because I don't want to use up my data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't have Wi-Fi there. Although I just realized we now have unlimited data, so maybe I will be on. <laughs> what? There you go. Anyway, that's me. All right. Well, that means we are looking in on Legion 94, number 63. Yes, but first, hold on a second. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Because we got more. Because real quick, because at the end of last issue, it said, because Lobo found out Superman was alive, remember? And he was like, oh, that's it. I got to go take care. I got to go deal with this guy. I'm, you know, he's annoyed that other people are coming back from the dead. And so it said, go see Lobo in Action Comics 695 and Superman the Man of Steel number 30. So I went and read that so you guys don't have to. Yay. So Action 695. Hold on one second. Yeah. Cauldron. Let's see. Carl Kiesel, guest writer, Jackson Geisen, Dennis Rodier, artist, Glenn Whitmore, colorist, Bill Oakley, letterer, Frank Pitteris, associate editor, Mike Carlin, editor, uh, yada, 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 blah, 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 Superman does stuff, Cadmus, Cadmus, Cadmus. There we go, last page. Finally, we get Lobo. <laughs> Lobo flies when his hog, blows up a small planetoid, and says he's pissed off at Superman. He's going to go beat him up. <laughs> so that's all that matters as far as Lobo's concerned from Action 695. All right. And that's, Superman, that's, that's, that's well on brand for him. <laughs> yeah. So Superman, the Man of Steel, re, number 30, Resurrection, story, Louis Simonson, penciler, John Bogdanov, inker, Dennis Jenke, letter, Ken Lopez, colorist, Glenn Whitmore, associate editor, Frank Pitteris, editor, Mike Carlin. So Lobo shows up in Metropolis and causes problems trying to get Superman to come out to fight him. They start to fight. They do some fighting. My tablet decides to do an ad again. <laughs> Skip that video. Meanwhile, apparently, that little small planetoid he blew up belonged to some alien, gr- or mo- alien group that was pissed off at him. 
So they show up at Earth and use as what Lobo calls a Force 12 disintegration beam on Superman and Lobo. doesn't hurt them, but it does make a big hole in the ground. Yeah. And so Superman decides to deal with them by punching Lobo up into the atmosphere and through the uh, spaceship. Because this is a storyline where Superman's powers are increasing. Oh, right, right. I remember that because it was the whole sort of uh, supercharging of... uh of his body's sort of solar battery yeah i remember there's like a cover probably like a few months within a few months where he's like looks almost like a super version of the hulk exactly Uh, yes yeah so they go to fight these aliens he goes up there and the aliens are apparently called using something lobo eventually calls where we get that name uh oh uh yeah they're all robots but there are, a lot of them are robots of people that Lobo has already killed, including from Lobo's back, Lou and his brother, if you remember them. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, it has nothing to do with this story, but I mean, it is Lobo centric in the fact that, you know, all the villains they're fighting are like Lobo villains or Lobo antagonists. And that's interesting, you know, that it's a that it's a wheezy story because it's not like she had anything to do with that. <clears throat> no, or. Mm. I mean, it makes you wonder since they did. I mean, I don't know how much that quote unquote Marvel style was being used at DC or not. But I mean, they did come from doing Marvel books. So beforehand, I was just going to say, I mean, that's that was kind of their thing just before. Right. So, yeah, I mean, she was still I think she might. uh, No, she wasn't writing anymore. But I mean, she had been writing X Factor. And Power Pack, and he was drawing yeah. power pack and then writing and drawing it so absolutely and then and then she was doing um or i guess she left in sort of that first uh um sort of the big uh the big x turnaround because yeah, yeah she wrapped up yeah that's right she wrapped up her um her run on on x factor before peter david took over yeah yeah claremont and uh potassio or lost potassio were doing the last couple issues before the peter david run Oh, right. That's right, because it was wrapping up all the uh, Nate stuff. And that's when he goes to the future. Right. Okay, I remember that now. Yeah, wow. Oof. Yeah. So <laughs> they end up fighting, and Lobo's like, all right, I guess you're kind of cool for now, but if you're a robot zombie, I'm going to have to kill you. <laughs> Fair. And then that's where it ends off. So. All Not really necessary to read, but... If you hey, if you've been reading Lobo stuff, it's amusing at least in going, hey, that's Lou. Well, that's neat. That that I, I, that's you know because often that would that would have just ended up being a filler story, and then it actually ties into uh, to his storylines, and that 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 stuff actually lasts beyond those original stories is kind of neat. Yeah, and I remember that issue from back in the day because back one had the alternate cover that was basically the color form cover. Yeah, Where they had color forms of Lobo and Superman in different fight poses. You can make them fight all over the cover. That's right. I got I I went at the last Super Show. I got uh, Louise to sign my copy of, or I actually went and grabbed a copy of that from the uh, Wild Pig bins and got her to sign it. Oh, very cool. Wait, was she at the yeah. last one? Was it the last one or the one before that? I don't. I mean, uh, I, might I have been be the wrong. one before it. I. Don't yeah, maybe you're right. Her being there, I remember. I, I was oh, only that's at the last right. One. Yeah, Joseph. Yeah, no, it was. Dayton. It was because it was the one that uh, that Hembeck was at as well. 
and um, the the last one was. Well, Hembeck was at the last one because I got him to sign my Hembeck omnibus. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm I'm conflating the two, but uh, yeah, they were probably the one before. You're right, and. Um, I think I would hope I remember. I, I'd be like, yeah. what do I have? It's well, because it was her and it was both of them. Like it was her and Walt. Um, so yeah, it no, must this have been one had. Um, yeah, this had Hembeck, Tom King, and right because Tom King was right across from our table. Oh, and what is the artist's name? Oh my God, what is his name? Joe Staten. No, no, he's a Lee Weeks. Yes, mm. yes. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, because yeah. he was doing magic tricks all night when we were at uh That's right. He at the was pub. So awesome. I like him. Yeah, I got to say with him, he was doing magic tricks. That was cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so now we're on to Legion 94. Here we go. Yeah. Number 63, which, yeah, like we said, has a Kitson cover of basically Lobo smashed up against Superman's S-Shield ch- on his chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this story is called We Fight and Fight and Fight. Tom Payer, writer, Arnie they Jorgensen. Do. Oh, yeah. Arnie Sounds Jorgensen like a reference Pencil. to Witchy and Scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have been out by then. Yeah. Well, for some years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a comic book in the 20th century. I'm sure the Simpsons have already been on. I'm pretty sure there's a Simpsons yeah. reference in, you know, the first appearance of the Barry Allen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, so Tom Payer, writer, Arnie Jorgensen, penciler, James Pascoe, inker, Jean D'Angelo, colorist, Gaspar, letterer, Peter Tomasi, assistant editor, Scrappin' Dan Raspler, editor. And we have Stealth is choking Docs, and the baby is screaming, Mommy, no! And Docs yeah. is saying, And he's like, please, this is all terrible misunderstanding. Father is not experimenting on me, and he's not responsible for my enhanced intellect. He was simply attempting to turn, and Stealth yells, be quiet. And she silences both Docs and the baby until Docs kicks her away. Stealth, give him back his voice. Are you so afraid to hear the truth? Shut up. And Stealth is quite pissed. Yeah. I don't have to listen to you, Docs. And I don't have to listen to that little freak you create in your own repulsive image as she throws debris at Docs and hits him in the head. And then she looks over at the baby, who's looking very upset about what Mommy just said about him. She's like, I, oh, but Mommy, I, I didn't mean I, oh, I'm sorry. And she's finally holding the baby. Mommy's so sorry. While Docs is de- dealing with a bleeding head wound. How touching. And meanwhile, in deep space, we got Superman flying. Oh, because that's right. It's another thing Superman found out in that issue of uh, Man of Steel. He only needs to take one breath, and then he's good. Then he's good to fly in space or as long as he wants. That's that's right. Yes. Because beforehand, he needed like some kind of breather or something to be in space for a long time. Right. So right. So he's now. just like holding his breath, super holding his so- breath. Remember, oh. um, re- remember how it used to be. It, it, how it was like. Oh, we need to. Uh, reboot uh superman because we've made him too powerful so we need to uh you know depower him a bit and then they were like all right enough of that <laughs> let's well, yeah. let's just get a moving planet his explanation however scientific it actually is was that one breath oxygenated oxygenated his blood enough that he was fine so he doesn't have to hold his breath anywhere he just has to take one deep breath before he leaves and he's good to go fly through space 
without worrying about it. Right. Uh, so he's flying through space, trying to find his way back home, apparently, from that fight. And then Lobo attacks, saying, I got you now, you big blue bastard. And, and it clearly he- shows Superman's mouth open. He's exhaling all his air, so... Well, it's in his blood now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sciencey science. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Bio- when you have a PhD in Kryptonian biology, then come talk to us. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, you're right. You're right. You're Hadn't completely thought of it that way. right. <laughs> Murray's going to send over his P- his uh, dissertation <laughs> in 20 minutes on the effects of uh, yellow suns and gravity on, P- on Kryptonian DNA. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This was my thesis. <laughs> That's right. I just got to dig it up. Yeah, just gotta exactly. dig it up. And so, and we go to a bar where Lo- the bar Lobo had been in apparently in the last issue. You got a bunch of guys sitting at the table talking. The nerve of that Lobo trying to set us to believe he knew Superman. That liar's always got some story. Like about the time he murdered Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, it's rather poignant, really. How desperately he must yearn for our approval. What are you, a liberal? I say we. And then Lobo comes crashing in with Superman. Well, holding Superman as it comes through the roof. Hands up, fans, is your fi- two favorite passages and one to botch together. And they land on the table. Now you slobbering droolers believe Superman's my sidekick. <laughs> not, not that I need to prove oh, nothing, but I hate to see losers die ignorant. Now line up for your lumps. And Superman's like, Lobo, what's this all about? Well, now that you and me have formed a grudging battle home respect. I heard we had cross-eyed together and do some damage. <laughs> Start with these pigs right here. You know they refuse to believe you're my pal. But I'm not your Superman, huh? You don't look so tough to me. This your little party suit? You're just in town for the circus. As some guy is tugging on Superman's cape. You don't do that, no. <laughs> Let go of the cape. But first we jump over to Ithka. Which is the planet that uh, Beck and Mary Jane and Captain Comet are on. So let me see if, and we get a nice little, like, faraway image of the planet, and then closer and closer, we see the people talking. But we can see floating around the planet is the corpse of Lady Quark. Yeah. So she's still in the book. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she's still there. <laughs> she's not got a speaking role anymore, but she's hanging around. <laughs> Literally. So let me see if I understand this. After Beck stowed away on our vacation to rekindle your marriage, thereby breaking us up, and I chose not to react as angrily as you, you somehow interpreted my response as an indicator of deficient passion? Now that's using the old mutant future brain, Adam. <laughs> why do you tell why don't you tell him why you kissed me, Mary Jane? I like to hear that too. And I was like, please, both of you, we're finally getting somewhere here, and I think we should proceed dispassionately. Well, Adam, so apparently Adam's trying to leave them in some kind of therapy, and the other two are, like, not having it. Maybe we should just go home. Shame, though. Look at the sky. Rare enough to see shooting stars back in Karn. And when you do, they're never quite so humanoid, as it turns out to be the evil Lady Quark. The one that killed the real one. Says, Legionnaires, Lady Quark, alas, someone to talk to. This isn't a social call. 
And I was like, but you've come so far. And, well, frankly, it's good to see a friendly face. Surely you can have a, have a bite to eat. And I said no. Darren Beck, I'm placing you under arrest for dis- for desertion. We leave immediately. Ooh. And now we jump back to Cairn. And we're seeing a part looks like an apartment complex and Stratus hiding inside in the dark. Okay, here he comes. I'm so nervous. What if he doesn't want me anymore? What if he found someone else? Stop it, girl. You're sabotaging yourself. Don't be scared. Be irresistible. And the door opens. The lights are on. And Stratus sitting at the table with a nice romantic dinner set up going, surprise! And it's some random guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, therefore, they both have the response of, ah! You're not Garf. Where's Garf? Garf? You mean the big purple guy? He moved. He, don't kill me. He moved. Garf moved? Yep, that's what you get when you pull a Toby. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Burst again on someone's home. Uninvited. Yep. (laughs) This uh, issue is being brought to you by the producers of This Is Us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was like, what if I was thinking, like, did Toby require to do this in Spider Man or something? What? <laughs> no, no, no. Although I do I'm like good. them just screaming at each other. <laughs> yeah. It is funny. It is funny. Garb like, has moved. It's like in The Good Place when they find what's her name naked and they start screaming. Oh, everyone just starts screaming. Yeah. <laughs> what's her name? Mindy. Mindy, yes, yes. And Jason just she and Jason just keep screaming at each other. Ah! ah! <laughs> anyway, back to the bar. And the guy's still tugging on Superman's cape. Let go, huh? Big threat from a little guy. What are you gonna do? Hyperventilate all over me? If you like. And he does a little super breath, and the guy flies into the wall. Urgh. Wow, way to bust head, soups. You make me proud to be your bud. Now let's mix it up. And so he throws this chain around the, some guy's neck. My word! And a couple of the guys jump on Superman. A clink arm puss. This is for dropping our buddy Brickhead. And this is for spilling our beer. And this is for your buddy dropping me. So Brickhead apparently headbutts Lobo. Makes him a little dizzy. Yeah. And Superman's throwing the guys off saying, Enough! Blast that Lobo. I'm here two minutes. He's got me brawling like a common thug. Best thing I can do <laughs> is slip away while he's occupied. Seeing stars, Lobo? Well, you hold still, and little creep will fi- fix as you see him up close. And this one little guy, who kind of looks like a acne-ridden docks, That's but wearing true. Jughead's hat. <laughs> Very much, yeah. <laughs> puts a jetpack, sticks a jetpack on Lobo's back and sends him flying into space. Lobo's like, what? And Superman watches going, <sighs> so much for slipping away. Because <laughs> he's Superman, you can't even leave Lobo like that. No. Docs would leave him. Oh. Faze would leave him. Stealth would leave yeah. him. Beck would definitely leave him. Comet might go after him. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. And back on Cairn, we have a, a rooftop where Stealth is holding the baby, and the baby's telling her all about the stars. And that's Polaris, uh-huh. And that's Saul. I've been there. You have? And then Faye shows up. Stealth, I need you on a stakeout on, need you for a stakeout on Nuhas. We ship out in the morning. Oh, too bad. I was just getting to know my son. 
Are you two okay? I heard you and Doc's had a bit of a rumble. We're fine. I was just trying to protect the baby. I guess I just didn't want to listen to him. Listen to the baby? What the heck are you? And the baby's like, stop talking, Mommy. I need to be changed. And she looks at Spades as you were saying. Uh, never mind. So I guess the secret is officially out now. It's getting there. I think it's getting there. Which means Docs can no longer use the baby to spy on everybody. Which is the best part of that issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so back on the planet with Beck and Mary Jane and the rest, they're breaking down the campsite, it looks like, and Lady Quark is saying, bit more alacrity, please. I do not want this duty, and I would be damned if I let you delay it. Mary Jane, stop fussing with that tent and just take it down. Let's move. And Mary Jane's not having any of this. She's like, it might go a little faster if your imperial ladyship would condescend to give us a hand. I said get to work, and if you ever make light of my royal lineage again, if I were you, I wouldn't take my self-esteem on 20 generations of inbreeding. And <laughs> Mark is not happy that she shoves it her ground with a splutch, which almost makes it look like the way the, it's drawn, it almost looks like blood's coming all over her head, like she crushes her. Yeah, yeah. But she has not. But she calls her low-born scum. And that's when at Captain Comets punches Lady Quirk. Leave her alone. Mary Jane, oh, sweetheart, you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'll live. But what kind of Quirk? She just... And then Lady Quirk blasts and it almost hits the two of them. Look out! Come, you first. They're Mary Jane. And Comet is now very pissed. You are never laying a hand on her again. You are never going near her again as he takes off grabbing Lady Quark. And they're now flying in the air. So, you future men still practice chivalry. I'm reassured. Shut up. But simple good manners would die out, it seems. As will you. And she blasts him, but miss, well, mostly miss, but hits his leg. Ah, my leg on fire. Charging this without thinking. She can incinerate me whenever she wants. I can't afford to wait a second. Find something heavy enough to throw at her. And he lifts up a tree, and she's like, a tree? And zark, blast that away. Wood burns, genius. She's right. Now dodge this. And she blasts at him, he dodges, but it basically hits, looks like it hits the middle of the camp of the aliens that live there. Yeah. Very agile, Comet. She blasted that village on purpose. She knew I'd duck out of the way. This isn't just some weird personal grudge. Something's completely twisted her mind. I better have a look. So he's going to use his mental powers. Then he slips into her head. And basically realizes that um, that the real Lady Quirk is dead. And that this is that parasite that used to be living inside of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are moving this storyline along. All the storylines. Like, boom, yeah, boom, yeah. boom. Energy, energy. <laughs> totally, totally. Which is cool. Like, yeah. And they're also using stuff from before. They're not just doing the thing where sometimes like new creator team will take over and say, like, and we're going to ignore everything from before. And yeah. everything is new. <laughs> That's right. Because, I mean, there's even an editor's box about this. Says, we're talking Legion number 45 to 47. So. Yeah. So now he knows what this is and he's blasting. He, you know, uh, basically clotheslines. Uh, no, not clotheslines. But rams into it flying. You stole three years from me. I remember. You were bland. Perhaps you'll taste better cooked. So what did you do? Kill Quark so you can imitate her? As you, if you fool anyone? Is that all you know how to do? 
after Doc's given your own body, your own life, knocks her down, evil lady quirk gets up. You arrogant fool. You don't see it, do you? I am a parasite. I don't want my own life. And she's blasting him. And she's really pissed and blasts him right into a mountain. Mm-hmm. That's kind and, of a cool, um, well, it's a cool, like, page spread the way they draw yeah, it out, kind of. It, it is, yeah. It's like the panel's all the rubble. Uh-huh. Because yeah. he blasts him into the mountain and blasts the mountain down on top of him. Basically burying him. And yep. I'm not sure if he's alive or dead now. Well. I mean, I don't remember. when we see him next after this, yeah. I know there is a Starlin written miniseries about Captain Comet years later. But we're talking like post post Infinite Crisis. Oh, right. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. And, um, you know, I mean, this was definitely a, an end point for quite some time for Lady Quark as well. Yeah, oh, we were talking about yeah. that last time. She's dead for a long time. I mean, yeah, she, like she's dead like 11 years. Yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. Totally. Mm-hmm. And a little and, sad because I mean, and when they bring her, and when they bring her back, it's just like, yep, she's back. You know, it's the old <laughs> gif, it's the Giffen rule, right? Here's how you bring back that character. They walk through the door and say, "I'm back." <laughs> totally. And I'm fine with that because it was kind of sad that she dies here because I mean, out of the introducing Crisis character, she was the only one that actually had any legs really going. You know, since Crisis. Absolutely. Like, we didn't see, um, I guess we do see Harbinger again, but it had been a hot minute. <laughs> well, I mean, Harbinger yeah. gets what? She gets New Guardian, so that sucks. Well, yeah, so so that, there's ten minutes. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's the old stop trying to make Harbinger happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Pariah just shows up occasionally. Yeah, but even then, like most of them, it was it was like they showed up again in uh, in Infinite Crisis, right? Yeah. And it was, yeah, um, she at least showed up in the lead in to it because she was in Villains United. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Doctor Light, they never did anything with her, and she, no. they could have, they really could have. Well, I mean, they did use her for a while. She was used for a bit in Just League in the uh, post Giffen Just League Europe. Slash international. Oh, okay. okay, that's right. Yeah, but that was also written by you know. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's yeah, like, she's like thirty-seven till like almost the end. I think she was there till like fifty at least. Oh wow, okay. I'd that's forgotten a lot that. longer. I, yeah, because huh. that ended with uh, when Ice got got killed, right? I think so. I had stopped at that point. Somewhere after that, they all those Just League titles lost me. Yeah, because that was around when they brought out it. Um, like I think Extreme Justice spun out of that story. It was the Overmaster or something like that? Yeah, because uh, uh, Tom King's been referencing it in his uh, Human Target series. And, oh, okay. And uh, and it has come up a few times. And it's like, okay, I do vaguely remember that story, and that was kind of the, you know, they revamped. Um, uh, Justice League in a bold new direction, um, <laughs> and then uh, they did it again after Zero Hour. Well, 
Was that bold, another bold new direction? Oh yeah, but no, but but the Overmaster thing was after uh, Zero Hour, because um, that was when. Um, Oh god, what was it? No, I think uh, it was before because International gets canceled by Zero Hour. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. And then we just had Justice League, JLA, and uh, Task Force. So International had become, at least from my or Europe, Justice League Europe had become International. Yeah. And uh, and then they had Extreme Justice and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which was uh, with, uh, you know, where they, uh, you know, tried to straighten out that whole uh, monarch thing. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Was. And they introduced a version of the Wonder Twins. Yes, that's right. They did. They did indeed. Goodness. Yeah, that kind of era lost me. The only thing that was good was the post-zero-hour task force with Priest and, with Wade and Priest and then just Priest. Yeah, so Extreme Justice was 95 to 96, so it was a little bit after uh, uh, Zero Hour. but um, Okay, you're right. Yeah, because they had, like, Amazing Man and Firestorm as well, and Maxima was in it, because she had been Justice League adjacent for a while then. Okay, that's right. Oh, okay, so I'm misremembering Extreme Justice. Because that was after Zero Hour. Zero Hour was when we got the, um, like, Obsidian and Nuclon joining... Uh, uh justice league and yes. um yeah yeah because we, yeah, we had had the because <laughs> this is the right here we're we're just after um because wait um superman died before zero hour correct yeah because we're not up to zero hour yet yeah, yes, we're yes, zero, hour. zero hour, yeah. Zero yeah, hour yeah. is the like the last two or right. three issues of the series Right, because that was ninety two that that they killed him. So, um, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. No, I'm just trying to re. You know, it's funny you get all these things that kind of get uh, you know sort of roped around, and then it's like, okay, wait, wait, which one happened first? Yeah, because um, Superman and then Batman. Because I think in the Bloodlines annuals, half of them, like for the Batman and Superman annuals, have the alt the alternate versions. That's right. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes, yes. Because actually, if I'm remembering right, I don't think the actual Superman is in any of the Bloodlines annuals. It's all Superboy, Cyborg, Eradicator, Steel. Yeah, that's right. It totally is. And I think half of the Bloodline Batman annuals, if not more, if not all of them, have Asbats. Because they think that's yes. when this has happened. Yes. Um, yeah, that's wow. And yeah, because that was maybe four. That was just before um, Zero Hour, was it not? Um, uh, Nightfall? Uh, well, if Nightfall was happening around the time of uh, Bloodlines, then it's probably... Because <clears throat> Nightfall ran 93 to 94. Yeah, so definitely before. Like, I think he had just come back and then it was Zero Hour. Let's find out. Yeah. Hello, Mike's Amazing World. <laughs> let's see. January. Let's go January 93. So January 93 is Batman 490. So that's just before Nightfall. Yes, correct. Yeah. And then January 94. Yeah, January 94 is Night Quest. So it's already as... 
Batman is Azrael, and yet it's just before Zero Hour. So it looks like it probably was, he was probably coming back just around the time of uh, Zero Hours when Batman comes when Yeah, comes back. I think he was, because like, and then they had, what, Prodigal? And, um, yeah, I think that's what comes out after Zero Hour, is Prodigal. Yeah. And, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. Because I'm seeing here for January 94, we got Batman 505, which is part of Night Quest. But I'm yep. also seeing, so this tells me where it's at, Legion of Superheroes 55, Legionnaires 12, so that means Zero Hour hasn't happened yet. Correct, yes, good point. Yeah, and Justice um, America 86, JLI 61. Yeah, because Prodigal was still Prodigal was still happening in uh, December '94. Oh, and here Legion number sixty-four, L-E-G-I-O-N number sixty-four is that month cover date. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so he was just back just in time for Zero Hour. Yeah, well, well played. Where was Wonder Woman? Doesn't the Wonder Woman Artemis thing happen beforehand? No, no, that must happen after. It's Wonder Woman '84, so the Artemis stuff is probably after. Um, yeah, because wasn't she around around the same time as um, as um, Terminal Velocity as well? Yeah, because I know Terminal Velocity started with the Zero issue, more or less. At least the trade I, when I got the trade of that, that's where it starts. Was that's issue correct. Zero. You're no, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah. yeah look at the cover guy. So Wonder Woman '84 is the cover date, is the issue I was looking at, and yeah, yeah, I'm seeing Artemis on the cover couple months later like 93 94 95 is artemis so it was probably ends in 100 i think that's when they wrap up that storyline oh yeah because burn takes over 101 yeah yeah right yeah 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 Mm -hmm. crazy anywho crazy lady cork has buried captain common under a mountain and it looks like, from the description, even though it doesn't really show it, but from the description of the words, it looks like it's also semi-melted mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she says, the evil quirk says, so I claim you again, Comet. Burn in hell. As for me, it's on to Cairn. On to my new life. And she leaves. Although, without Beck, I want to point out, <laughs> she didn't yes. accomplish the mission. Doc's exactly happy. He's like, so wait, you killed one of the others. Uh-huh. And you still yeah. didn't bring Beck back? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you, it's one thing if you killed him and brought Beck back. Right. But you can't even do the one thing. <laughs> you suck more than the real Lady Quirk. And now we're back to Lobo, who's flying through space with that jetpack on. Peel this sucker off and ram up that little creep's. Ah, oh, it's on that little spot on my back I can never reach. I hate that spot. So I guess it's a big fragging lifestyle change for the main man, careening through space forever, at least until I run out of gas, or hit a sun, as he's about to fly into his sun. Well, you won't catch Lobo whimpering for mercy. I'm going to charge that son of a big stupid grin in my face. It'll make a, I'll make a gag on my ornery disposition. I'll make it spew over its cape all... Its cape? And there's somebody who wears a cape and a big red S on his chest right in the way to stop Lobo. I know I'm going to regret this. Listen, if anyone <laughs> hears about you rescuing me. And I love this. Lobo's just like bent over here with the thing on his back. And Superman's just stopping with a finger. 
And now Lobo's carrying Superman's carrying Lobo and flies back into the bar. Uh, remember, Ixnay on the Escuray. Oh, keep Mumba Mumba about saving my butt and the drinks are on me forever. Got the main man's word. <laughs> and so Superman lands back down with the other aliens they were fighting before and says, If you boys have got oh, gotten your little disagreement out of your system, I'll be going. And Lobo, stay out of trouble. You, I can't always be around to rescue, chum. As he flies away. What? You low-down traitorous bastard. You'll pay for saving me, I promise you. And everyone's laughing at him. Ha! So you're Superman's pal and his damsel in distress? Listen, good creep. I ate his pal. Now, one side all you, the main man's got to drain the dragon, which gives you hogs about 30 seconds to live. <laughs> the end. The end. Indeed. Yeah, man, this issue went all over the place. It definitely did. Yeah, totally. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, although I like how they're covered. What, what's the phrase? Who does that? Michael Bailey on one of his Superman podcasts. All subplots accounted for. That's right. Yeah, check, check, check. Yeah. It's like, yep, main story, Superman and Lobo guy, but we got the baby going on. Check. We got Strata. Check. We got Evil Lady Quirk. Check. People Absolutely. on the planet. Check. <laughs> it all checks out. Exactly. <laughs> Everything's covered. Oh, it, was it was indeed. Fun. It did was. Ever, yeah. Did we ever get a really good Bibbo and Lobo team up? I'm I'm trying to remember. Ooh. Not that know. jumps to mind, but yeah, it's possible he might have drank at the Ace of Clubs once, but I don't remember. That that may, that would make sense. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Cool. Alrighty, that is it from us. Oh, and just to mention, by the way, I was happening to still look. So, just so people know, the same cover, the same month this one was out, Green Lantern forty nine. Hal's got a yes. whole bunch of new rings. <laughs> oh <Sorry>. yeah. <laughs> oh yes, yes, that's right. Everything went well for him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had Kyle for. Um, Zero hour, of course. Yeah, a hot minute. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was pretty new for sure. I still uh, you know, my my favorite panel in this is that one of uh of Superman holding Lobo with his uh with his finger and the jetpacks still going off. That, that is the best one. <laughs> it's just it's just great. I know I'm going to regret this. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, why and, am I me? And we've moved beyond the idea that um you know, beyond beyond the, the whole, um, uh, you know, he can breathe and uh, doesn't or doesn't need to breathe. But now we're just just assuming that that sound travels. Uh. <laughs> totally. Lobo's been talking in space the whole time, so why not? Well, it's true, it's true. But he's he's Lobo, and uh, you know that's just he doesn't know any better. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't know that he can't do that. <laughs> exactly. So he's like, like Wiley Wiley Coyote. Coyote. <laughs> as long as he doesn't know he's in space, he's running on air, he can do it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. He's just a more successful Wiley Coyote, really. <laughs> Absolutely. That like Absolutely. That sounds like something from issue of the Heckler. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yes. Goodness. All righty. Well. Well, I should tell people how they can get a hold. Oh, you know what? 
Do we have? Do we have? I All guess right. Mailbag. Hang on a second. And I don't even understand it because I wasn't here for the issue they're referring to. Um, okay. Uh, right. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Okay. Uh, for uh, episode 94 from uh, from Howard. Uh, Murray, some hospitals have single overstuffed chairs that extend into single beds, especially in maternity wards. There you go. So I just need to get pregnant and... There you go. There you go. Uh, And he says, I slept in one while waiting for son number one to be born. Ask your hospital purchasing office where they got theirs. And and I can I I concur because uh, I spent uh, the better part of of a of a week when Ella was born and a few days when uh, when Sarah was born, um, you know, in these. um, These these weird extendy chair things. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, I yeah, know they on. exist. Yeah. I just have to find one. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like he says, you know, maybe uh, maybe see if they can tell you where such things are found. I think they end up getting them custom built, or they're in like a <laughs> hospital, uh, you know, a hospital uh, wholesale kind of thing. Well, there we, we go. Will. You folks, a- you can tell us where we can find where Murray can find such chairs. <laughs> Uh, by uh, emailing us at uh, Legion Substitute Podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, or you can head over to uh, the Facebook page, facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and, uh, and let us know there. Um, or uh, you can head over to the website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we will say goodbye for another W-E-E-K. S-E-V-E-N-D-A-Y-S. I got to do two spellings. (laughs) K-W-A-H-E-R-I. I'm getting the hoodie. No, Murray, don't! (laughs) It's too late. I'm grabbing the hoodie. (laughs) It ends badly. (laughs) 